Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm going to chat all about the Ayurvedic approach to staying healthy. So let's chat about um, ojas today. So if you're thinking, okay, what what are ojas, um, Andrea? So ojas in Ayurveda, it literally is connected to our vital energy, and it's a subtle energy from the kapha dosha. And so each of the doshas has their own energy, and um, ojas are related to kapha. So when we have strong ojas, we tend to stay healthier. So let's chat a little bit about why. Um, I want to go through a little bit of a story, and this could be, I mean, you can see yourself in any part of the story or maybe the entire story. This is going to be of a person whose ojas or energy is very depleted. So when our ojas are low and our energy is depleted, what tends to happen is we get sick more often. Um, you might know, or may, maybe you are that person who always has the sniffles. Once the weather gets really cold, um, you know, from basically now until March, you're just constant rose, nose is running, just sniffling, coughs, whatever. Uh, that would be someone who has low ojas. And so this could be a reason why this story I'm going to share. Um, and this is about a made up person. I just kind of went through what a typical day might look like for someone with lower ojas. So Maybe you wake up after only sleeping for six hours and you're running late to work. So you grab your coffee, a granola bar. If you have kiddos, you're getting them off and ready to school. And then you eat your granola bar in the car. You're chugging your coffee as you get into work. And then you get to work. You're putting out fires. The first thing, you know, there's no, Hey, how you doing? Connecting with coworkers even is just like, go to your desk. We got to do some things. And then you realize you're starving and you look at the clock and it's only 10 a.m. So you head to the break room and the only options are donuts and more coffee. So you indulge in both. You sit back down at your desk. You proceed to work until maybe one and now you're famished. So you grab whatever is in the cafeteria, you order food in, whatever is most convenient. And then you continue to work as you're eating right in front of the computer. By midday, your energy is so low and you've barely taken about 2,000 steps. You had a good intention of going to the gym after work, but alas, you're exhausted. So you pick up your dinner for you and your family at the nearest drive-through. You get home, you distribute the meals, everyone gets their meals, and kiddos get out their phones, um, everyone's got a device out or working, and you just decide, I don't wanna fight this fight tonight, and you plop on the TV and just eat in front of the TV. And then by the time the kids and everyone's off to bed, you know, it might be 7.30 or 8 for younger kids. If you have older kids, it might be 10. And then you realize you have a little bit more work to do. So you get out your computer, you start a little bit more work for another hour or so, and then you realize you haven't had any time for yourself today. So you decide to turn on the TV once more and you dive into a movie and you lose track of time. Until you look up and you're like, oh gosh, it's midnight. I really got to go to bed. I have to get up early again. And you can see how this cycle can just repeat day in and day out. And your cycle might, look, might not look exactly like that. But on many given days, you know, if it's three out of your five days a week that your cycle looks like that, your ojas are going to be low. You're going to be a little bit depleted. You're not going to have a ton of energy especially if you're in a high powered go, go, go job. And if you feel that go, go, go lifestyle, 
you know, many kids are in sports now. So even on weekends, you know, sometimes we might've had a little bit more time to recover, but weekends now, usually we have a tournament every weekend, um, depending on how old kiddos are. And so they're, suddenly gets to be less and less time for you to do anything that's nourishing for yourself. And that might be just what, what life is going to be like. How can we implement time for ourselves? If life is like that, if we are getting, um, you know, pulled from and drained from, how can we still have a little bit of time for ourselves? And I think that is possible. You just have to be really, um, intentional about how you're doing it and putting it into your day. Because I'm not going to say, hey, go quit your job and, you know, live on an island and do whatever you want. Like that's not realistic for most of us. So how can we just build in a little bit of time to build up our ojas into what our current life situation looks like? So the first thing, and this one might not be, again, this might not be realistic for everyone, but I know this is helpful for so many people is getting out in nature. And so just spending a little bit of time outside. And when the cold weather hits, not my favorite place to be because it's cold, but I do try to um, spend a little bit of time there. So it might mean I take the farthest parking spot and I just take a little bit more time as I walk into um, work. Or I want to mail a letter instead of just putting it in my mailbox, I walk it to a post office box. You know, it can be stuff like that where you can just think a little bit outside the box. How can I make five minutes of just outside time, 10 minutes, whatever it could look like. It could look like walking around the block um, after lunch or after dinner, how can you add a little bit of time outside? And the reason that is helpful, it's because it really rejuvenates us. So we see ourselves in nature. So just like right now, we're kind of in that fall, the leaves are, you know, the trees are almost bare. There's still a little bit there. We got quite a few leaves in our yard. Their energy seems to be like slowing down, you know, and then we start to get darker a little bit earlier, you know, and we're we're just feeling a little bit tired towards the middle of the afternoon. And so what's going on outside is going on inside of us. And so having that connection with nature can really help us sync up. And so it can help our, help our bodies sync up to go to sleep as well. So the more connected we are to outside, the more likely that our bodies are able to sync up and, you know, get back to that right rhythm in terms of getting up and making sure we're getting that sleep. The next thing you can do is where can you build in your me time? So if not at the end of the day, can you maybe get up a little bit earlier and do 30 minutes in the morning to start your day? Um, Can you build in time at the end of your day and do it mindfully? So if you're depleted and I've been there, like I have good intentions some days, but I'm depleted and I just give in and just, just numb out in front of the TV. And again, I'm mindful of it. I'm just like, I, I just got to relax. And that, that is totally valid. I think if we know we're coming into it from that place. Now, what we can do is say, okay, I have my intention of doing X, Y, Z this week. Sometimes if I'm really feeling like I could be having a hectic week and I'm not going to get a lot of me time, I will write down what I want to do in my planner. And that helps me at the end of the day, not have to think about what I want to do. Cause even though I love asking myself what I want to do, I love connecting into myself There are some days where we've made so many decisions and we're so tired that we don't know. Like the answer is, I don't know. I just want to relax. So making sure maybe if on Thursdays I've noticed I'm super tired because I'm getting up really early, then maybe on Thursday nights, I just, I plan a night in front of the TV. Like, Hey, there's a new movie. I want to watch it or just a 30 minute show. You know, maybe I haven't watched, um, this is us this week. I'll put that on on Thursday and just relax. That's what it can look like. So having that intention and planning accordingly. Uh, Another one, laughter. 
laughter actually builds your ojas. So are you having fun? Are you having fun in your day? Are you having fun with friends, you know, at work? Are you able to laugh? And um, are you able to come home and just have some laughter and just, you know, spend time in a little bit um, lighter mood? And that also helps. So if everyone's a little crabby and everyone's a little tired, that really pulls down your energy as well. So if the kids are feeling a little um, tired and they're feeling a little ugh, then maybe trying to bring in some laughter into their life and help them cheer up because when they're laughing, most likely, you know, you're going to start to laugh too. And you're going to feel that dopamine hit. The other thing to try is activities that make you happy. So this is why I really, I really am such a strong proponent of doing the 10 minute Ayurvedic medicine. And so every day, and I've said this on so many different podcasts now, well, on my, my own podcast many times, but I set that timer for 2 p.m. And every day it goes off and I ask myself, what do I need? And I put it into my calendar. So it's, it's in my calendar. So that way, if you're at work and you're thinking, oh, 10 minutes, you know, where, where can I sneak in that time? Put it in your work calendar. Make sure that you have that 10 minute block off. You know, and it might not happen every day. Some days you might be busy and you're out doing something or you have a meeting that can't be moved. We'll make your timer go to 3 p.m. that day or a different time. You know, play with that, but have that time set out to just connect in with yourself for 10 minutes. And the 10 minutes could maybe even be five minutes some days. So if you're someone who might be looking at your, um, if you still have the step things, your step counter, if you're like, oh my goodness, that's me. I only get like 2,000, 3,000 steps a day. Maybe you add in a little bit of 10 minute movement. So you get around your office, you walk around the office or you do some light activity um, around your desk. And that can be where you get in a little extra movement. And so we're not as stagnant and that stagnant when, when it's stagnant, our energy is stagnant. So moving helps move our energy and usually you're more productive. So a lot of the times employers actually like that anyway, to get a little bit of movement in because it helps move the juices. It helps get things flowing and you just feel a little bit more creative. Now that kind of leads right into our next tip is creativity. So this might not happen on a daily basis. You know, we might not be able to be creative or um, we might not always feel the creative juices every day. So maybe once a month you sign up for a class and you just to express yourself. So whether it be a pottery class, um, it could be a writing class, it could be a yoga class. Um, it could be something that you've wanted to try where you know it's gonna spark some creative juices. Uh, it could be a mommy and me class. So maybe there's something that you want to try with your child. So that would be something to kind of look at. How can you add in a little bit of creativity over the weekends or just maybe once a month so you can kind of connect in and hone in on that? Another idea is making sure you're getting your rest. So sleeping seven to eight hours a night, you know, set your bedtime and stick to it. Like there is just nothing um, worse than feeling like you're behind because you stayed up too late and then you're just exhausted the whole rest of the day. I mean, that really throws you off. So if you're not getting that sleep and you're not going to bed in a timely fashion, that will, that will just, for me, it just trashes my whole next day. Cause I feel it. I am tired. I'm crabby by the time four o'clock rolls around the next day. Like, don't talk to me. Um, like that's just, that's how I kind of fall into. And I know that about myself. So making sure that you are paying attention to Am I getting my sleep? Am I making sure I am going to bed at my set time? If you know you have earlier morning meetings the next day, make sure you adjust your bedtime accordingly. If you get up to go work out really early, make sure you're getting enough sleep so you're not just kind of um, you know, heading into the workout half asleep, but then what's gonna happen later in the day, you're gonna be really tired because you've worked out and now you're exhausted. Um, and you're probably gonna, you could maybe go to bed on time, but sometimes what happens is we do other things to keep us up later. So you might have caffeine at like four or five in the afternoon. 
um, rather than just saying, you know what, I need to go to bed earlier tonight. So we try to keep ourselves up, which then can keep that cycle going. Other things to do are food. So foods that help build our ojas, honey, dates, almonds, coconut oil, avocado oil and avocados and ghee. So oiling both our skin and the inside of us. And so some of those foods are really oiling and it helps kind of get our digestion flowing. And when we have good digestion, things are going well in our life. So having that digestion moving really helps get things, again, that energy flowing. So stagnant energy, stagnant digestion means that stuck energy and we might feel that stuckness. Um, and then oiling the skin on the outside, especially right now in the fall and the winter, is putting a little bit of sesame oil on the skin or um, I, again, I like my friend um, Rachel's Blue Moon Elise, her company. She has a great luscious lavender um, blend that I use on myself and on my son. And um, it goes a long way. Like I've had that bottle for a while. And so it usually doesn't go rancid. Um, and you just need a little bit of oil. You don't need it a lot. A little goes a long way with oil. So those are what I have. Um, those are just a few ideas on how to help build that vital energy. And now the journal prompt for today or an era, a question that you can kind of ask yourself is where can you start this week? So the things that I kind of read through and um, talked about today, don't change everything. So if you're thinking, I want to do all of the things that I shared, start with one thing. What subtle shift is going to help change your life? And that might mean, I mean, really the first thing could be adjusting your bedtime. So if you're someone who's going to bed at midnight, bump it back to 1130. And then once that's a habit, bump it back to 11. Once that's a habit, bump it back again and get to that right bedtime. Um, and that will help with um, just a little shift, but give you a little bit more energy. And then you can add in more things after that. So notice what is coming up for you. What would really help you with your vital energy? And maybe it is that connection point every day, just saying, how am I doing? What do I need more of? And that alarm goes off at 2 p.m. And you have a list of activities that you could do. Also, that's the key is making sure you have that list. And so you don't have to think about it when you're exhausted, because what do we not want to do when we're exhausted? Make another decision. All right. So make it as easy as possible for yourself. So that's what I have for everyone this week. If you still want to download the um, Holistic Fitness Almanac, that is free. And you could find that in the show notes or over at andreaclawson.com backslash November. And if you're wondering where show notes are, Usually on the um, podcast, if you pull up the podcast that you're listening to on the, at least this is from the Apple um, end on the iTunes, you'll be able to see um, if you click more details and you'll be able to see the actual link that I have connected in the show notes um, again, or just going right to the website. All right. So that is what I have. And I will be back again next week. So everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>